everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Title Subject Change. My name is Adam. I'm your host, and of course, Sal is here. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm okay. Ready to watch some uh, something? Something, something. <laughs> something, something for sure. It's uh, been an interesting day as we record this. Uh, it is It is now officially March. Yes. It was uh, fucking... Uh, windy as fuck outside. Isn't that what, like, the, the gimmick is with March? Like, it's supposed to be windy in March. My kid, my kid is doing that on his weather chart. Is today, like, a lion or a lamb? <laughs> um, but listening, based on what it sounded like from inside the house, I expected to look out the windows and see, like, a cow or, uh, a witch on a bicycle. Yep. Flying by. Oh, it good. So, so, yeah, I got fucking ridiculous. same exact thing down here to the point where it was keeping my daughter up at night. Yeah. Because it was just slant. It doesn't matter. Every every room in the house is, is next to a window, so. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, like, so I had to do I had to do the remote schooling today. Yeah. Because my, my folks were getting their, getting their COVID shots um, round one. And so, and then... <laughs> Shortly before this is supposed to start, we get an email from his teacher saying, I don't have power at my house, so, uh, do these, le- do these lessons and, uh, we'll see if, if I, if it comes back. I'm like, all right. So we did, we did the morning meeting. We did, the, we did the weather and, the, and all that stuff. And we did, uh, uh, was it phonics? I think we did phon- reading class, phonics class. Uh, and then we started to do math, but the teacher was back, so we did, the, we did the math with the teacher, and then uh, we had uh, music class, and then it was lunch. And during lunch, I'm sitting here, and I get a text on my phone, and an email, my email from the, the school department saying, uh, the following schools have uh, lost power. Uh, please uh, p- please stay tuned for, for further updates. And then, like, five minutes later, uh, so these schools will not be resuming classes today. Uh, so... <laughs> so my kid got basically a half day today <laughs> because the fucking power went out. And then uh, I decided to run a few errands since I had a free afternoon and Walmart was closed because the power was out. And, uh, and so I had to run to Hannaford to get something. And they were <sighs> like, uh, I mean, we're open, but, you know, not the refrigerated cases or, or the hot stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that's not what I need anyway. So, Wow. We that, didn't lose power though, so that's good. That's we did lose internet for about ten minutes, but that's so annoying. I mean, obviously, thank God it came back, but like, even just yeah, to I, not have it for ten minutes, it's like I rebooted the router and it just came, and it came back. So, so um, I had a bad day with Amazon, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my own fault. Okay, it's good that you could admit that because um, I wanted a couple new PS2 games. But I had no idea what I wanted, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, what haven't I played in a while? This, that, other thing. So I purchased MLB Slugfest, right? Um, and it arrived pretty quickly, and the game sucks. Like, it fucking sucks. Slugfest. It's, it's not like your typical MVP baseball. It's just... It's like that NBA I, Jam style. Yeah, like and NFL Blitz. And, yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I played that about half a time. Yeah. 
Um, and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, I don't like it, and I didn't, like, I I kind of remembered the game, but I was like, no, I think, yeah, it looks like fun. I forget, I played it, like, once back in, like, the 90s, <laughs> even though it came out in 2003. But still, um, yeah, I, I played it last night. I tried, I really did, I tried to, like, and I was like, no, nah, this game sucks, I can't. So I'm going to return that. Yeah. But then there was another game that was coming, but that one was taking longer, and that was Dragon Quest Eight, right? Classic RPG. Can't wait to play it. I've never played it before. Um, and it says arriving anywhere between March 12th and March 29th. And I'm like, huh, that's a really wide window. Why would it take that long? But it said it already shipped. And I'm like, and then it says that a little button on your phone. It says contact the seller. And I press the button, and it comes up as something in Japanese. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did I buy the Japanese import? And I did. I have a game being sent to me from Japan that, <laughs> that is not in English. And it's already in transit. So. Good luck. <laughs> the Slugfest game. Very easy. I already got the label in my email. I'll drop that off at UPS tomorrow. That's done. The one from Japan, this is going to be a problem. Reason for return. Fucking sucks. <laughs> I I put it on there, honestly. I was like, not what I was expecting. I, I have no interest in keeping this. <laughs> Game is terrible. <laughs> See, this is why... I miss Blockbuster because I could rent the fucking game, and if that it is, sucked, that is I'd thing. never rent it again. That's one of the reasons that I'm so hesitant to fully switch to, to digital gaming, to, to purchasing you know virtual games, downloadable games on the Switch, downloading games on the PS4, because if I buy it and it's terrible, <laughs> kind of fucked, kind of fucked. Oh, man. I mean, no, I know people were getting refunds for Cyberpunk 2077. So apparently, so there, there is like, apparently there is like a, a, a channel to, to do that kind of thing. But still in my head, I'm like, I mean, you, you, you doubt, there's nothing you can return. It's fucking, it's, it's memory on your console. Yep. And that's the other thing. It's memory on your console. And that's a limited uh, resource sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That I'm not about that uh, DLC. Ever, or any type of, um, you know, no hardware situation. Like, if I'm gonna pay, like, if I'm, no. Mm mm. Cause, like you said, if it sucks, well, what the fuck? Um, do you ever make in app purchases on your phone? Like, when you play stupid games on your phone? Uh, only if it is a game that I have played for a while. Okay. And know that it is something that I will play. So, like, there's a game. This, this, and you can look this up and make fun of me for it all you want. There's a game called Tiny Tower. I've heard of that. It is, it is, it's, it's, it's a simulation game, is what it is. That you don't, you don't achieve anything. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't win. Right. You just build this tower and build different shops or apartments or whatnot in your tower and you get your people who move in and you just do your thing. And I have played this game on and off for, I would say at least the last two years at this point, okay. just on and off. And so at one point I was like, 
they have like this VIP thing where normally it's $40, but every so often it goes on sale for $20. And, you know, you get, you don't have to control the elevator yourself. You know, you hit the elevator and it just takes them to the floor instead of you pushing the button and holding the button to make right. it go up and down. Uh, you don't get ads. You get double, I think it's double rent and double bucks or whatever. And I was like, I have played this game for so long. This game has filled so much poop time, really, yeah. uh, in my life. They can have my $20. <laughs> sure. So I purchase rarely, right? And usually it's not much. It's like 5 bucks here for like something. Um, I found that I've, I'm very easily sucked into the games where you make a collection and you use that collection to do stuff like... Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest. Oh, or... so you're the you're the perfect mark for free to play games. Yes, because I need, I need all the things, and they told me that if they, they told they told me that if I give them the five dollars, that I can have more of the things. Uh, the problem is that a lot of times the chances, like they'll give you like a pack of like five cards, right? And the chances of getting like one of those really good ones yeah. is like. Three percent, but yeah, those, you know those are called loot boxes. <laughs> You're getting fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like there, <laughs> there's been like a couple times I've uh, it's been worth it, but like there's been more times that it's not been worth it, and I'm like, yeah, that's money down the drain. That's mm-hmm. fucking ten bucks right down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, 2K 2K Battlegrounds is kind of like that, which made people upset when they when they previewed it because the way they previewed. The, the, the in-game currency system, people are like, this is fucking loot boxes. It's not quite that, where, you know, you, you play the matches and you win the coins and then you use the coins to unlock the other wrestlers in the game. Yeah, that's kind of like what all to, my games are, pretty much. As opposed to it being, as opposed to it being, you unlock a box and something random comes out of the box. You are <laughs> choosing, I want to unlock Brock Lesnar. I right. want to unlock Bray Wyatt. Um, but you can also buy coins. Right, right. Um, you played that game, uh, Dr. Mario, on on your phone, right? Yeah. What's it called? Briefly. Fucking... Briefly. Oh, really? So, no, Dr. Mario World, yeah. So, it's fun. It is a fun game. I'll give credit to, to co-host Jason, because he, he recommended it. Um, but yeah, if there's like a level that's wicked, wicked hot, and I cannot beat it, I will buy the diamonds. Just so yes. I can get, like, extra capsules. Yeah. Just so I can beat the fucking level. Like, I fucking will, because I'm beating this no, level fucking, tonight. <laughs> fucking Candy Crush? Oh, fuck Jesus. you. If I, if I couldn't beat a level in Candy Crush, go fuck yourself. I'm not beating that level. I'm not paying you fucking $15. <laughs> no, no, I'm not paying $15. But, like, I'll pay, like, five, five bucks. Like, I really like, want to beat a level. Do you want it? Do you want five more turns on this level? That's six dollars. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All right, I'm a mark. I'm a mark. Speaking of marks. Speaking of marks. Yes, let's talk about what we do on this show and not just fuck around and talk about our daily lives. True. Uh, this so this is the show where Sal hits a button and we watch something on the network and we don't know what that something is until Sal hits the button. That's correct. Last time on the show we watched the second episode of Wrestling Challenge from September of 1986 and. It really wasn't all that great. No. And you would think September 86 would have been a golden era. Yes, but also it was Wrestling Challenge. So. 
Hey, some of the awesomest things ever in wrestling happened on Wrestling Challenge. I believe the barbershop segment was on Challenge. Perhaps. Of course, that was all the way in 91. But anyway. <laughs> and this again, this was the second episode. So You can't pick him up and put him down. <laughs> I pick I pick cats up and put them down. <laughs> if I do, he'll just come back up. Oh, that's, that's a thing. good point. That's a good point. All right. So, are you, Jesus Christ? Are you ready? Are you ready? There's <laughs> a cat. Excuse me, sir. There's a cat on your head. All right. Are I, you ready for a good time? Are you ready for Are you ready for me to press the button? I suppose you ready to find out what we're gonna watch. Yeah, I cannot fucking wait. I'm okay. looking forward to it. All right, so this is me pressing the button. Ding dong! It's 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 always funny because I never know I never know what noise you're gonna make. I know what noise the randomizer makes. I don't know what noise you're gonna fucking make, and it always makes me laugh. Awesome. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Sal. Yes. What is? One company you have you have said you wished we watched more of on this show. ECW. Okay, so we're gonna go to in ring and we're gonna go down to ECW. Yeah, this is gonna be great. You're gonna fucking hate it. You're gonna be so mad because it's gonna be so many so much blood. And <laughs> are you at ECW? No, um, not even close. In-ring? No, hold okay. on. In ring. Where is it? Uh, okay, yes, ECW, yes. Okay. And now from there, you're going to scroll over to to WWE ECW. Are you serious? Yeah, you said you were. Wait, no, you're fucking, you're ribbing me. No? Oh, my God! <laughs> oh. Believe it or not, some of these weren't that bad, because I watched pretty much all of them until the very end. So. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. So, for anyone who's not aware, WWE ECW is, uh, I hesitate to even call it a reboot, but WWE wanted a third brand. Let's be honest the success here. of Wait, One Night Stand. I, w- I would like to mention something. The failure of WWE ECW um, became the catalyst for NXT, just for the record. Kind of. <laughs> so WWE ECW ran from 2006 to 2010. Yes, sir. So on that uh, on that year drop down there, you're uh, going to select 2010. Oh God! <laughs> talked about the cat. You talked about being the catalyst for NXT. This is not the uh, the period of time I was watching. Okay, 2010. What's what's the last date there? Uh, February sixteenth. Oh no, the we're last watching. date. Oh no, we're doing. Yes. So, so the last the last episode of NX, of WBCW is February sixteenth. Ah, yes, 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 We are okay. watching February 9th, two thousand ten. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> the week before the last week. To to such point that the episode description for this episode on WWE Network says, "With the end of ECW on the horizon." <laughs> Ezekiel Jackson looks for one last triumph on the brand by issuing a challenge to ECW champion Christian. Plus, Shelton Benjamin takes to the ring to go one-on-one with Vance Archer in a no-disqualification match main event. Yoshitatsu and Goldust team up for action and more. Remember Yoshitatsu? That that doesn't sound good at all, man. What the fuck? (laughs) 
This is the episode I should have tried to get Andy on, because Andy fucking loved Yoshi Tatsu. If only for his, if only for his theme song. Who the fuck loves Yoshi Tatsu? If only for his theme song. He loved the peppiness of his theme song, as I recall. But, uh, yeah, so that's what we're, uh, that's what we're here for today. WWE ECW, February 9th, 2010. If you at home, uh, want to watch along, of course, you're more than welcome to do so by going uh, to do that event on the network and clicking uh, through and going to the zero, zero, zero mark. Sal, I assume you are on the zero, zero, zero mark. I am. Uh, for people at home, if you don't want to do that, I totally get it, cause... Uh... Gee, I had the fucking dumb thought that I was going to get to see Rob Van Dam. <sighs> Ready? <laughs> she, she swerved you, bro. Uh, so as per usual, I will say three, two, one, play. We will hit play when I say play. So this is WWE ECW from February 9th, 2010. Three, two, one. the giant! Oh, that's, this is the classic uh, WWE entrance. The one that goes, if you smell, you're fired. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Take a shower. Oh, gross. We open with Zack Ryder and... Oh, what the fuck is her name? Um, I'm blanking on her name. Oh my gosh, you're making me blank on her name. Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. It's Tiffany. You certainly remember ECW general manager Tiffany. I do. Mr. McMahon announced that in two weeks' time, ECW will be going off the air. Oh! What a tragedy. And she steals straight from DDP. Hey, I was a fan of, of Tiffany. Very much so. Be a part day. of the next evolution of TV. WWE NXT right here on Sci-Fi. Oh, oh, what did I just say? See? And I know... <laughs> oh my God, Abraham Washington. I know I haven't always seen... We don't talk about No, he's, in the, he's there, dude. I know. <laughs> And I can't wait to go yeah, sign with TNA and do something called the Dollhouse. <laughs> it turns out that I'm actually really bad at a lot of stuff, and so they had to make me general manager just to keep me on TV. Well, she was not the worst. <laughs> I suppose. Have fun. We just saw Rosa Mendez. See, okay, she's putting on Mardi Gras. She's putting on Mardi Gras beads because they're in Baton Rouge. Ah. And she's having a fake drink. Wow, baby Zack Ryder. What is in that drink that it does not hardly move it at all move. when, she, it move, when right? she moves around? Is it a fucking slushy? Yes. No, I don't know. Syrup? It's just a glass. Dude, it's fake. It's like a fake glass. Ew, she just flirted with Zack Ryder in front of Rosa. That was just weird. <laughs> Ooh, I I downloaded this song. This song was on volume 10. Yes. Yep. No. Volume volume 11. One of them. Um, I love this song. Oh, shit! Did you see who it was? 
It was Vance Archer. Oh, Vance Archer's on this show. He looked like another guy who looks so right young. Now, 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 now. You know, the great ECW superstars like the Hurricane and Goldust. <laughs> See, that's the thing. They wanted it to be a show, like you said, a third brand where they could bring up young talent. They succeeded with NXT. (laughs) I love that this, you know, this is 2010, so this is still... HD, is that... Oh. So we get the little little banner at the front. Oh my God, that's Archer. It says presented in WWE HD. Yeah. Oh, I know, it's like it's special. <laughs> Who are you? Savannah. Do you remember her? Vaguely. Well, I was gonna say I kind of remember the name. <laughs> oh, see, she got a little fire to her. ECW. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. I heard this song in a, in a commercial for something. No, you didn't. I did. It's, it's, it's production music. Yeah. Oh, I heard the. I don't remember what the commercial was for, but I texted Andy. I was like, I just heard it. Yoshitatsu's theme song. I'm thinking. Okay. See, this type of thing is what would make me fail on on a trivia game because yeah. Goldust teamed with Yoshitatsu. I right. do not remember this at all. I remember Shawn Michaels, and I know who Triple H is, so I'm good there. Oh, look, it's the Miz! Look at all of these. Look at look at these four people in this replay that are absolutely not going to be on this episode of ECW. <laughs> hey, this is the best fucking star power they'll have. Did the Miz just pin Shawn Michaels? Miz just pin Shawn Michaels. Wow, even back then. Look at ten years later. Oh, that was Show Miz. Yes, I thought it was Miz Show. It's no. the Miz Show. Trent Brett and Kaylin Croft. Wait, was Kaylin Croft just Chucky e. T or no? No, that is not Chucky e. T. Well, then who the fuck is he? That guy's not Chucky e. T. I don't like this guy. <laughs> this was in the era. When uh, uh, I went to a, a SmackDown NXT Superstars taping in Manchester, uh, and after after the show, went to get a bite to eat uh, at a place called the Red Arrow Diner. And as we were sitting there getting our getting our food, who should come in and sit across from us but fucking Trent Beretta, Galen Croft, Vance Archer, and I think Tyler Rex was the, was the fourth person. Really? That's crazy. And I tweeted, and I tweeted about it, and fucking uh, Trent replied to my tweet. Nah. Yeah. What did he yeah, say? Yeah. Well, what? I don't remember. Oh, that's crazy. Wait. It, oh no, there's no like time hop on Twitter, is there? <laughs> I mean, there is, but I can only see I can only see my tweets. Like, so if, so oh, if, yeah, if yeah. reply has been archived, it doesn't exist anymore. I can't see what it is. But that's crazy. Um, talk about random too. Like, I bet you didn't expect to see them there. Catlin Croft, not Catlin, not Catlin. 
Not fucking Catlin. Okay, Thank so... Wait, so the, the guy... Tired the, professional wrestler. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The guy in the blue trunks is Tramperetta? Yeah. I can't see his face. They have not done, the what? guy with the trunks that says Croft is the guy named Croft. That's... Well, it's not my fault the font on that tight suck. Oh, that's right. These were the Dude Busters. The who? The Dude Busters. <laughs> on November 19, 2010, Pavone was released from his contract. He retired from professional wrestling shortly after. Do you know what the um, the 2020 and 21 comparison is to this, what we're watching right now? Dark? 205 Live. <laughs> because I have no idea who's still on there, but I might know a name here and there. And that's kind of what this is. WrestleMania 26, one of my favorite WrestleMania logos. Really? You like that one? I did like that one. Yeah. It's very Arizona. I liked it. I thought it had a good look to it. Trent. Oh, I just got done watching Survivor Series 94, and I forgot it was in Texas. And that is a very Texas-style pay-per-view. Oh, yeah? What makes something a Texas-style pay-per-view? When Vince McMahon and Grill Monsoon dress up like cowboys. <laughs> and that's how they open the show. And then they spend 45 minutes talking about uh, Chuck Norris. Kalen Croft with a vicious chop block. Oh, no. Commercial? Wow. Oh, no, no commercial. Okay. Well, no, we don't have to watch commercials. Matt Stryker, and who's the other guy? Josh Matthews. Oh. <laughs> this just got even worse. Oh, golly. This, is this, this, this whole thing is just a roller coaster of emotions for Sam. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> ECW. Yay! WECW. Oh. <laughs> Josh Matthews. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Trent? I know, right? I remember Yoshitatsu when he when he got his first action figure. He his Twitter feed at that point just became pictures of his action figure in places. Nice. And my thought was, if I had an action figure, I would do the exact same thing. Exactly. 100%. Who's <laughs> um, the person that's... Oh, no, it's Funaki. Funaki's the one that still, like, uh, works for the company and still has... Smackdown's uh, number one announcer, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, part of the Japanese announce team now. Yeah. With uh, uh, Shun Yamaguchi, who's not that Yamaguchi. Yes. Um... An Indian Deathlock by Trent. Wow. I think I've seen him do that in AEW. <laughs> um, so, didn't Yoshitatsu go back to Japan? Yeah. And, and then he, he got he got fucking injured. Oh, like, really? Severely, as I recall. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't follow. Like, I want to say broken neck, but I oh, can't say shit. for sure. Let me look that up. 
Ooh, Yoshitatsu. Yoshitatsu, Japanese professional wrestler. R birth name now Fumi Yamamoto. In uh, after he, after his June 2014 release from WWE, Yamamoto returned to the to NJPW the following October, performing under the tweaked ring name Yoshitatsu, all one word. Oh. So that is what he that is how he wrestles now. Let's see. Wait, is that who is that referee? That guy looks familiar too. That's John Combs. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Oh, that's the other thing. So if you were going to um, to shows back in this era, then you know, like you said, they used to tape stuff before SmackDown. Yeah. And their efforts at changing the entranceway was kind of piss poor for ECW. It was like a curtain with, like, light strings on it. <laughs> yeah, they tried at the, the very beginning of WCW. They tried to they tried to make it look different from SmackDown. They tried to kind of emulate the like the crappy like old bingo hall entrance. Yeah, right. Yeah. By by putting they actually put the hard cam on the stage. Yes. So you couldn't see the Titantron from anywhere. And then over to the over to the as you look at the stage, so house uh, house right there. They put the second the second entrance, and they would walk up that aisle. Yeah. And join there. I thought I thought that was a cool little gimmick to to, no. kind of, to try and differentiate. It's a cool gimmick on TV. When you see it live, you're like, oh. Oh, this looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, that's right. He got injured on a Styles Clash. Oh, yeah. Because he, he tucked his chin instead of putting his head up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that now. Because that was uh, that was really talked about at the time. Yeah, so that was November 8th. Uh, on November 14th, he, he, Yoshitatsu and Hiroshi Tanahashi announced they were forming a new tag team called The World. They were scheduled to take part in the 2014 World Tag League, but after their opening match on November 22nd, Yoshitatsu was forced to pull out of the tournament with a neck injury. On November 25th, he announced he had two broken bones in his neck, suffered presumably in his match with Styles when he botched the Styles Clash. Uh, Yamamoto had a halo installed in his skull, which he wore for the next three months. Jesus Christ. So there you go. Speaking of Yoshitatsu, broken frickin' right Oh, here we go. Look, look, he's gonna go up top. Yoshitatsu, this is it. Oh, I, I like Yoshitatsu. I have no issues with Yoshitatsu. No, no, I have no issues with them at all. Come on, finish the match. Come on. There we go. One, two, three. No! Oh my god, Trent makes the save. Who could have seen that coming? That was a shitty bulldog. <laughs> That was a Goldust. Goldust throws a bulldog on Trent and so throws himself to the floor right into the cameraman. Yep. <laughs> bleeding? Crop is bleeding from the nose. Somehow. Right the nose on that one. 
Hold it, the number one contenders for the Unified WWE Tag Team Championships. Which are held by Shamez. Why is... Why are these two people in ECW... Because this is the next to last episode of ECW and nobody gives a shit. Uh, <laughs> so this, oh my god, Dustin. Really? Thanks for the replay of Goldust throwing himself into the ringside camera. <laughs> Boom. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, but when are they getting their title match? Are they getting it on Raw or something? It's also not by Matt Stryker, by the way. It's Byron Saxton. This is? Yes. Matt Stryker probably been fired by this point. I mean, I think he was there in 08. That's when I went to go see them at the game. Yep, you're right. It is Byron Saxon. Oh, God, Josh Matthews. Even worse when he has no hair. Yeah, it's Buzz Cut Matthews. Oh, God. Buzz Cut Matthews. What a chode. <laughs> what a chode. <laughs> oh, Hall of Fame time. Uh, this entire show has had nothing to do with ECW. Well, again. Uh, on October 27, 2009, it was announced that Stryker would move from commentary on ECW to SmackDown, reuniting with Grisham. Uh, Ew, Todd Grisham. Ugh. He went through a bad period. There was like a big period of no talent, like anything. And then he starts hosting NXT in early 2010. Whoops. Always believing that money could Oh, dude, they fucked it up on NXT. I can't tell you how. There's something to do with that gimmick with the dribbling the basketball. Oh, okay. I watched, I actually just finished an episode of NXT, uh, the one right before Halloween Havoc. Okay. So I got to see Johnny Gargano swear at a wheel, which is, which was hilarious. Oh, just wait. <laughs> Why does this wheel want me dead? <laughs> Good stuff. That, uh, that becomes a trend. Um. So, <laughs> that's not the Halloween Havoc episode of NXT, is it? No, it's the week before. The we- ah, okay. So you're going to go from Hell in a Cell to Halloween Havoc. Well, with the raw in between, but yeah. Right. Wow. That's, uh, that's going to be fun for you, buddy. Ha, 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 Ted DiBiase Jr. has solidified his legacy as a future champion in WWE. Oh, God. Yeah, about that. Yeah, about that. (laughs) Not that it's any of my business, but isn't Ted DiBiase and Ted DiBiase Jr.'s relationship strained? Isn't that like a thing? Valentine's Day features and games? <gasps> what the fuck? What the kind of bullshit is that? Like... Who's that? Who is that? Oh no! Oh no! 
This right here is domination. It's Ezekiel this Jackson. This is what you call constipation. With his manager, William Regal. Oh, this poor sap. Talk about a ham and egg body the brand. Harry Wallace. Harry Wallace. I'm sure that name is making fun of someone. Probably. Um, so, oh yeah, no, you were right. It was number 10. See? WWE The Music Volume 10. That one, is that the one that had the CW? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I, I'm 99% sure. Don't question my heart. So, Ezekiel Jackson, if I'm correct, wasn't he the last ECW champion? Correct. So he wins the belt on, like, the last episode? Correct. That's awful. <laughs> he wins the belt next week, again, from Christian, which made me kind of mad. Yeah. I'm not, and then didn't he become IC champion? Yes. Oh. He wasn't good. Like, look at this. All of this is, like, basic, 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 basic shit. He's like trying to be Ahmed Johnson, but not even there. As far as like anger, I guess. I don't know. Also, I don't understand why William Regal's in his corner. This is weird. Uh, no. Uh, the ECW theme song was on WB The Music Volume 8. Because that's the one that came out in 2008. Yeah. So, so did Ezekiel also Jackson, and you may or may not know this, did Ezekiel Jackson go on to Lucha Underground and actually did Big Rick? Yeah, he was like Big Rick and Lucha Underground. I didn't watch Lucha Underground. Uh, uh, WB Music Volume 8 also includes uh, Biscuits and Gravy. Uh, La Vittoria Emilia. Santino's theme song. Uh, He's Mada. The horribly named Hornswoggle theme. And also, Sliced Bread. You, of course, know Sliced Bread. Yeah, Brian uh, Kendrick's song, right? Uh, yeah, that's a great song, man. Stop that. <laughs> Stop, you no, see, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because she can't sing. <laughs> that's the gimmick. You remember Jillian Hall? Anyway. Of course, they just started the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, shh, Will, Regal's talking. What happened in the ECW Championship match at the Royal Rumble was a travesty. A travesty. For me to be ejected by a referee from ringside like a common non-entity just further exposes the blatant bias against us. Not just from our general manager, but from all of you. Dude, Regal makes everything better. True. This, Even Ezekiel Jackson. It's true. Dude, I'm enjoying this, this part of this right now because Your it's Regal. legacy will be that of someone who spent the majority of her time making a travesty of everything that she touched and setting back management in the workplace by females by 25 years. Jesus. Wow. 
Yikes. But we are offering you a chance he, he popped Ezekiel. To make your yep. final decision <laughs> as ECW general manager, be your finest. Next week on the last episode of ECW, please, madam, please do the right thing. Grant him a rematch for the ECW championship to a man who deserves to be champion. Yeah, so, Tiffany. Ezekiel Jackson. So Ezekiel, ja- so Ezekiel Jackson versus uh, Christian on the last episode of ECW is like Booker T versus Scott Steiner on the last episode of Nitro, except they did it for no reason. Yeah. But... Like whether they knew it or not, Booker T showed up on Raw with that world with the the big gold belt. If you have William Regal out there to talk for a guy, then don't have him talk. The guy, the guy doesn't need to talk. Nope, not at all. This here's what you call mastication. Oh my! It's a combination of teeth and salivation. Against you. Where, ugh, dude, where? There's no punch. There's no punch there. There's no. I'm very proud of my 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 lyrics. I just just completely gone. Because I'm trying not to ignore the wrestling that we're supposed to be watching on TV, on the network. We we have done everything but talk about what's in front of us tonight. And everything that I chew, I masticated. Yeah, look at this, the big man, Vance Archer, who I did not realize was this big when he that was Vance. That pick is so fucking creepy looking, though. It is. I don't know if it's the lack of facial hair or if it's those eyes that are just staring into the middle distance, but something's fucking wrong with that man. Yep. WB Mobile. Wow. You can... M.WWE.com. Ringtone at M.WWE.com. Wow, Batista beating the shit out of John Cena. What an asshole. What's the matter, Big Dave? Oh! Wait! I'm watching John Cena and Batista. So, they are now using the show just to show highlights from Raw. We got two shows left. Fuck wrestling matches. Who cares? Just show me more highlights from Raw. Oh, Bret Hart! Bret Hart getting beat up by Batista. Ooh. I thought he was going to say for the people. I thought he was going to say I do it for the people. Waiting for that. I did it for the one. Oh, that's what Bret Hart fought Vince. Oh, that was terrible. Well, put that in hard quotes. <laughs> that's when Bret was scheduled to fight Vince. That's when Bruce was at WrestleMania. <laughs> Did he just do the yes chant? telling me to my face. got one more person left to tell. Oh my god, he weakly pushed Vince in the chest. 
Oh my god, Bret Hart is going to beat up Vince McMahon. Bret Hart throwing worst punches in 2010 is a sight to behold, ladies and gentlemen. fact that they play it 14 times in this, in this video <laughs> you of course you certainly remember it because you covered this dude but. you have to understand something that says bullshit <laughs> okay all right we told we talk about that all the time that promo 97 was fucking straight fire right the the program that they tried to revisit from that real moment going all the way up to the screw job. And they try to revisit this in 2010 is so bad. It's so fucking bad. Because even back then I didn't think it was good. I was like, ooh, Vince versus Brett. But then I was like, oh, this is awful. Why are we revisiting this? This is not good anymore. Who in 2010? I mean, I'm going to ask this question, and I already know the answer to it, but who in 2010 thought, you know what WrestleMania needs? Hart versus McMahon. I think Vince But, also, put that Elimination Chamber lineup. Yeah, Jericho versus Punk versus Taker versus Morrison versus R-Truth. Versus, uh, Rey Mysterio. Dude, R-Truth is ready to get ready for his first ever pay-per-view WWE title shot in a couple months. You forget that. R-Truth fought John Cena at Capital Punishment in 2010. How could you forget Capital Punishment? For the title. For the WWE Championship. And I'm sure it sucked. I don't know. I never saw it. But I think I was fucking paying for that pay-per-view. Do you want a rematch for your man Ezekiel Jackson for the ECW championship? I accept. What'd you think of that belt design? I, say for the final I like that. ECW, we do things big. I have we a miniature version of it somewhere. Only uh, ECW I think it's over there. I like it because it was different. Say we do yeah, the Phoenix. Extreme I like the Phoenix belt. Rules. It's a belt that was obviously made for Mark Henry because yes. it's fucking huge. Exactly. Who the gold standards? Gold standard. Wait a minute. Ain't no stopping me. No. No counterheads. No disqualification. They put that black stripe there just in case you should suspect. Do you know what I was just thinking of? What's that? In 2010, if I told you Brock Lesnar is going to come back to the WWE and he's going to win so many titles, <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, okay. And the only reason I thought that is because you can't... You can't think of Shelton Benjamin without thinking of Brock Lesnar. In 2010. I don't know. Never mind. Forget it. Y'all remember when I got my face super kicked off by Shawn Michaels on Raw? <laughs> I love that, that by the way. I was there. I was there live for that. Oh, shit. Dude, that was insane. The whole crowd went, oh! I do I do like the uh, 
ECW Mike flag. Sure. That just looks cool. No razor blade logo. Yeah. When I came to ECW, I was not happy. Really? You don't say. I was not happy because... This is the fucking D show, bro. I'm too good for ECW. I'm too talented for ECW. And my first week on ECW, Yoshitatsu kicked me in the head and pinned me in about 10 seconds. How is he sweating already? He only I, just came to the ring. I don't know. But to be proud of, but MVP is in the company in 2010. He's probably on SmackDown. Yeah, they should have paired him with Shelton back then. And every week they earn a little more of my respect. And I can honestly say that uh, I just I made not feeling this promo. I, I made some, fr- you know, you know the great wrestling promo about making friends. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing makes me want to watch Shelton Benjamin and Vance Archer fight more than Shelton Benjamin talking about the friends he made along the way. Right. <laughs> Vance Archer. <laughs> you don't say. Who the fuck's named Vance anyway? That ain't a goddamn name. He sticks to the shadows. He smiles in your face and he shakes your hand. And then he waits for you to turn your back so he can stab you in it. He's talking about the Murderhawk monster again. Archer, me and you have a no disqualification match. So let's do it. Come on. Fucking fight. Please allow me. Please allow me to 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 recap this uh, Shelton Benjamin promo for you. Cliche, 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 cliche. Vance Archer, cliche, cliche. Well, you missed the part where you said I like friends. Oh, they get the tag title shots on ECW. And they don't win. I'm sure they won, too. No, they do not. They absolutely do not. So that's what you have. You have to do that so that they can get killed by Miz and Big Show. On the C-Show? Why? Why is William Regal dressed to compete in that in that promo photo? That doesn't make any sense. I think he was still competing in 2010. Yeah, but he's not going to be competing in that match. No, but that's probably the only photo they had laying around that night. <laughs> and by that night, I mean the night they added it. What the fuck? Dude, this does not look like the guy that's on fucking Dynamite. It does if you just look at his face. Yes, but he just... It's a completely different person. Short, now. yeah, short hair. Fucking presentation. Weird pants, dude. Like he, to be fair, he looks like a fucking giant monster in in AEW, and he looks like a jobber here. <laughs> That's our Vance. Which is weird because I think he was a decent mid carder in ECW. Oh my god, he still had that. St- that's what he covered up. Yeah, that, is- that tramp stamp is fucking weird. Yeah, but <laughs> what he, is that? do you see what he has now? He has like a grave that's all like black with like two tombstones sticking up from his lower back. Like that, I knew that was a cover up. 
<laughs> lo and behold, I'm proven right because he has a weird angel wings tramp stamp on his back. I want wings, but I don't want them to look like wings. Adjusted. <laughs> Certainly tonight is a prime example. If you're a wrestler, why would you do that? <laughs> like any booker, any locker room is going to be like, oh, there's that guy with the fucking weird fucking tramp stamp tattoo. <laughs> Dave Batista. Belly button tattoo. Dave Batista, though. Belly button tattoo? Nobody's going to say shit to him. Can you give me a little fun? Just like a little, just like a little shining sun. Yeah, but Batista always has been fucking roided out of his mind. You're gonna Can I get a tum tum sun? You're not gonna make fun of David. I'm sorry. I don't care who the fuck. I am. No, I mean. his face. No, that's what I mean. Like, to Vance Archer, they would probably make fun of him to his face. Or at least to his ass, based on where that tattoo is. Fuck is that, bro? A flurry. Can you give me like wings, but like make it look like Slender Man's hands? <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of cliches, uh, Mr. Cliche over there, Josh Matt, Josh Matt, that was a fucking roll up. Just said a flurry of offense in the most like. I heard Jr. say this once. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say in the most unsure of himself way possible, where he's just stealing like someone else's lines. Did I use that right? <laughs> Come on, Lance Vance. And your pleather pants. Oh, he was psycho and going to the top rope even back then. Oh, he just got kicked in the head. Get kicked in the head. Shelton Benjamin coming from that Kurt Angle school where he just jumps to the top rope and kicks you in the face. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lance Vance has a kendo stick. He has a what now? Kendo stick. Hmm. Interesting that you call it that. You can tell your WWE mark. It's not a Singapore cane, because this is WWE ECW. Okay, but you know what? <laughs> I never fucking liked that. I always oh, was like... That kind of racist? I think that's why they stopped using it, because that that was why they called it that. Because, that because guy, it's actually a kendo stick? No, but that guy... Remember that guy from Singapore that got caned? Like 65 times and was on the news. Oh, the kid who did the graffiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right around then is when ECW came out and they started calling it a Singapore game. These two superstars battle on the outside throughout the entire commercial. Well, break. I mean, it's not from Singapore and it's not a game. Well, I think that's kind of why, because of the, you know, what happened in real life, I think they were like, no, we're not calling it that. In the WWE, no. No fucking way. And to be fair, I've gotten used to Kendo Stick. But, you know, fucking 14-year-old fucking asshole. I was like, yeah, Singapore game. Kick his ass. Hit him again, Sandman. <laughs> Stupid fucking Tommy Dreamer was like, thank you, sir, may I have another. And I'm like, Sandman, fucking kick the shit out of him, please. <laughs> Again, you're talking about real ECW. Right, right, right. 
We're watching WWE CW. True. <laughs> oh, this is 2010, I was going to say, but this isn't the PG era yet, but no, it definitely is. Hang on, he's bleeding, we got pause, I'm folks. sorry, I thought this was a no-DQ match. No? But he, he's bleeding. So... We got a check on him. Dude, they went drastic turnaround in, in this era with the PG stuff, like... Because you remember in 2004, they were still doing, like, crazy blood matches, right? Like Triple H fighting Sean and uh, Benoit at, at Mania 20. I'm sorry, who? Yeah, well, you know. Shawn Michaels' whole face was a bloody mess. And that, again, that was, two, again, that was 2004, but, like, in this 2008 to 2010 period, like, it's a 180, dude. Like, they don't even... Yeah, to the, yeah but this is this is exactly why this was not... Uh, it's understandable why they were doing it this way, but also, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he's bleeding. Let's come to a complete halt mm-hmm. to address this, and then you guys can get back to, back to your match. Yeah, it's just... Is that science they put our big girl panties on? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> There's a half-assed spine buster off the middle rope. That's a two count. It says put on your big girl panties. What, the sign of the crowd? Yeah. I feel and like this is and dot dot dot, and I don't know what the second side is. I think somebody said that on Raw to somebody in this time period. That's probably why they have a sign. It's not like a random sign. I'm pretty sure somebody said that to somebody. The thing is, it's a two-part sign because it says "put on your big girl panties" and dot dot dot. Nobody's holding up the second sign. Maybe they went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh wait, I think I just saw the sign got taken away. There was some security guy in the background that had a big poster board and he was walking the other way. Fuck you in your panties. Is that is that the side you saw it on? Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, it's I, on. Yeah. You think it's Front there? row, crossing the heart game. Well, right now, watching Shelton get stretched, so... What a, main, what a main event this is, though. This is the main event? This is the main event. <laughs> Oh, the claw to the ribs. The claw. Nothing like the claw to the ribs. Tickle torture. <laughs> In your main event on your CW. <laughs> Dude, those punches are awful. What is he doing? Oh, he's giving him a tuggy, tummy noogie. In your Dude, main event on Lance, I know you get better, but you definitely can't be this bad here. Oh, sternum first. Remember during the brand split when, like, main event was a Raw show and Superstars was a SmackDown show? Yes. Do you remember a couple years ago when they... Now main event barely exists. Please. Do you remember a couple years ago when they launched, or should I say relaunched, WWE Superstars? And we were like, oh, look, a new show. And I think... 
Every one of us saw like the first episode and then never watched it again. Well, the <laughs> was that two? Was that like oh seven probably? Oh, I don't know, something like that. But the first episode had fucking Undertaker versus Matt Hardy on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did, and I remember we both said these two will never be on this show again. <laughs> and also, it was on WGN America. Yeah. Which I which I I could only see if I had Direct TV. <laughs> Which is actually the only way I ever watched that show uh, live, as it were. It was, it was one I was at my fucking mother-in-law's, and they had direct TV. I was like, hey, I can watch Superstars. Right. Shelton coming with a house of fire now. And insecurity. Oh, the the spinning kick thing. The, yeah, Nakamura does it. Uh-huh. Why? Alright, just full 2010, that woman in the second row holding up her fucking Nokia razor like, I'm gonna take a picture. <laughs> oh yeah, it's alright. <laughs> whoa, whoa, big German suplex. Shelton Benjamin to Vance. Vance with the pants. Come on, Vance. Is he gonna kick him? He's gonna give him a fucking, um... Haluva kick. No, no, never mind. Is he, can we just talk about the fact that during a wrestling match you just ask, is he going to kick him? <laughs> I meant, like, a running mafia kick to the face. And Shelton goes face first into the bar. No! Pay oh. dirt! Pay dirt. That's it. Booyah! Belt and champion. Yes, he does. Wow, how about that determination? Huh? How about it? How about that heart? I mean... How about it? Don't question his heart. He overcame a small boo-boo on his forehead to beat Vance yeah. Archer. ECWHD. Ooh, look at the replay. We got a blockbuster. And then we get Peter. We'll call it a flatliner. Yay, Watch ben. ECW on tv.wwe.com. <laughs> Please tell me that's still a website. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably sure. going to take you right back to the it, Yeah, we'll just go to the main, but tv.wwe.com. Helps if I hit the right fucking buttons. No, it just goes to wwe.com. Of course it does. Ever Come on. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Uh, so uh, that was a thing. The good old days of 2010. My Dude, goodness. Oh my god. Honestly, though, would you rather have watched that or like three weeks after that when they were running a fucking obstacle course on NXT? Because <laughs> the first season, the first, the, the, the reality show era of NXT was not good either. No, no it was not. It was really not. Um, and that's exactly what took the time slot. And I remember instantly checking out, like, well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> um, what and... if we did tough enough, <laughs> but faker? <laughs> um, 
And then I remember you actually got me interested in NXT again. In 2013, you had some guy come on the podcast and he gave like the NXT rankings. Do you remember this? It would have been back in like the Andy days. Troy? And it wasn't Troy. Was it Zach? No, I know Troy did NXT rankings like in the way before times. But I don't think we ever had a Zach on the show. We have a Zach who's listened to the show forever. You had you had a host. I forget his name. He um never ever was available. Like ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it was in the before times. It was like during the Andy times. Cuz I remember you included me on like on an email or something. Um as your original know. host group. But anyway, I don't remember. I remember the guy was talking about Paige I'm too old to remember that and shit. Emma and some of the other good people in NXT. And I was like, because I knew it was like a web show. But I was like, if it sucks as much as it did in 2010, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and it did because they would have, um, like, the pros would be on Raw promoting the uh, their their rookies. And they did, like, a season two of that and a season three of that, and I was like... There was, like, six seasons of the reality show. I was like, no, this is fucking awful. I am not watching this shit. And season four or five was the one that was all women and featured Michael Cole on commentary actively shitting on the show as it was happening. Yep. Yeah. No, I was not going to watch that. But then, you know, that was my first exposure was hearing it on the rundown, um... You know, that they were like a brand now doing stuff. And then I, the first thing I ever saw was Arrival on the network. Because I subscribed to the network the week it came out. And they were like, come watch the very first ever live event on WWE Network, NXT Arrival. And I was like, alright. <laughs> and that's when I started watching NXT. Because I was like, that yeah. shit was pretty fucking good. Um, and we were far away from the reality show that they used to do. Yeah, that was horrible. Although, the, you know, there was an in-between time, like the time that Troy covered during NXT Revisited. Um, oh, yeah, after the, yeah, there, there, was a, there was a period of time after they gave up the reality show gimmick, yeah. and it became just another weekly scripted yeah. wrestling show. And before FCW became NXT. Yes, and you had people like fucking Johnny Curtis. Oh, Johnny, and Johnny Curtis, fucking... Uh, Ricky uh, the uh, Dragon Steamboat's son. Uh, Richie Steamboat. <laughs> like, and, um... Holy shit. I'm blanking on EC3's uh, WB name. Oh. I keep wanting to say Drake, but that's fucking Drake no, Maverick. It's not Drake. Um, one, of us, one of us is going to bolt upright in the middle of the night and just yeah. yell it out. Dex, no, not Dexter. Daryl. There was something fucking. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It is the whoa, worst. Whoa, Wikipedia. Yeah. Hey, what if I just press this button right here? Three. Boop. Derek Bateman. You know I pressed Derek the button, right? Bateman. I know it spit out the sheet. <laughs> I don't know, uh, so. Derek Bateman, fuck that guy. 
<laughs> no, what a generic name, though. Like, Derek Bateman. Like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? Um, okay, so here's the funny thing, and I, I started noticing this, you know, by listening to Troy on that show. They were trying out a lot of things. Like, and a lot of it was bad. Um, like, they put Jim Ross on there, and he was even less interested than he is on Dynamite. <laughs> And then they had they had all types of commentary teams. Like Saxton was there sometimes, but sometimes it was um Rich Brennan and sometimes it was fucking um God, who else did they have on random episodes of commentary? Um Regal. Regal did a couple episodes. Uh before he was general manager. It was weird, man. They were just it was just a weird time. Roman Reigns used to sign his name with his finger. It was just yeah, I seem to recall there was there was some show on the network about that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you pushed the button again. Yes, I did. Good. So, um... We don't want to end on that. That was, enough. That was literally, uh, come on, let's hurry this up so we can fucking start our next show in two weeks. <laughs> like, not only did Vince not care... About WWE ECW, he was actively like, can we just fucking please <laughs> just get on with it? Like, this fucking brand is dead. Can we just move on? All right. So, from in-ring. Okay. Scroll down to territories. Oh, no. No, what the fuck? You Dude. pushed the button, man. What the fuck? Why can't we get a fucking Raw? Just like, no, okay, sometimes that's not a good idea either. But okay, fine. Fine. I'm on the territories. We just watched 45 minutes of, e of WWE ECW. Why can't we watch three hours of Raw? Um, <laughs> I didn't mean that period of Raw. <laughs> click on Mid-South Wrestling. Uh, Smoky Mountain. Okay, Mid-South. Click on 1982. Aww. Uh... What the fuck? <sighs> now, you'll remember a little while ago we watched an episode from August of 82. <laughs> this time we're going to June. June 26th, 1982. On this edition of Mid-South Wrestling, Ted DiBiase shows everyone the value of gold over friendship when he challenges Junkyard Dog for his newly won North American Heavyweight Championship in the main event. Plus, an update on Andre the Giant's condition, Dr. Death, Steve Williams in action, and much more. I mean, I bet you it has cool theme music. <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh, I am. Everyone at home is ready or has had the chance to pause and get themselves ready. Three, two, one. Oh, that's right. It's not. It's not that one. It's. With the fucking Sega Genesis raw graphic. Oh my god! With like the shittiest graphics. You know how like we watch TV in like 1080i? Is this like 2i or like <laughs> negative is, four? This is, two, this is 2p. <laughs> this well, is not 2p. You're not kidding. This is Genesis. 100% this is Genesis. Do, 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 
Guest commentator. Why the fuck was he there last time? The Oklahoma Stampeder. No wonder he's uh, Jr. was his fucking protege or whatever the fuck he was. Young boy. <laughs> really? Probably. Uh, hey, Bill. <laughs> hey, 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 Bill. Hey, can you try uh, emotion? I know, I know, you're just reading off the off the card, but feeling? Eighty-two. You think it was a card or a teleprompter? It's probably a card. Yeah. So the dog has already vacated the Louisiana title. They will hold Louisiana. the one-night tournament in Baton Rouge on July the 6th. Hey, Baton Rouge. That's where Jesus Christ. Is. That must be that type of fucking down night. No Just a Baton Rouge type of night. <laughs> what are the fucking chances it's, it's, of that? It's early March. It's early March. The, right, the randomizer's upset that Mardi Gras was canceled. Wait, let me get this straight. We picked two random ass fucking I don't think, shit. I, I don't think this is in Baton Rouge. I think that's just talking about the tournament. Okay, all right. Because I was gonna say that's fucked up. Of all the millions of fucking hours of, of million. Let's talk to the dog. Random fucking episodes of wrestling and both of them in Baton Rouge. But okay, maybe this one is or isn't. I don't know. We'll find out. As I, the junkyard dog, is standing on it today. Let's Some talk to the dog. In New Orleans to win the North America heavyweight belt from Bob Roo. See, because he, he won the belt in New Orleans. The the area, any man on any given day Let's talk to the, the dog. Heavyweight belt, and also the North America heavyweight belt have to forfeit the Louisiana belt. And on July what 6th apparently. in Baton Rouge, they will have a tournament. Yes, the tournament in Baton Rouge is July 6th. This, however, is in Shreveport, Louisiana. Close enough. At the Irish McNeil's Boys Club. Taped three days prior. So, I'm sorry. Is he the North American champion or the Louisiana champion? Yes. For the North American title, one fall no, the Louisiana Championship is vacant. Then how come he had two belts in his hand? According to Cage Match, at this point, he had been the Mid-South well, North American Mid-South champion Mid-South for two days and the Mid-South Tag Team champion for 49 days. Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine that I would have to Never in my wildest dreams. He does not is look he, any man is, is he wearing a professional wrestling, but I have to admit uh, Bill uh, Bill Watts' right jacket? Now, yes. I'm left with some doubt in my mind. <laughs> There's one jacket, they just switch it dog. you know, back and forth. But the junkyard dog I like that he's wearing the the, the, the blazer and the and the dress shirt 
And he just has, has his fucking fist taped. Leave mid south. Yep. That's part of the agreement that I've made. And he's got a little bandaid. He's he's a baby face. No, he can't be a baby face. You step in that ring, friendship ends and business. I think he is. Starts up. So junkyard dog. Mid South also has the Louisiana Championship and the Mississippi Championship. Tonight I'm going to do my dead level best to do just that. Dead level best. To beat you and regain the North American. So you know what it sounds like? This is rare. Sounds like face versus face. Yes, about defending the title against Ted DiBiase. You could tell the dog was reticent and didn't really want to reticent. talk about it. You're telling me Bill Watts knows the fucking word reticent? Title defense against a man that's been so close to him. Let's listen as the dog answers the question about... This is the dog answers. <laughs> right now, the junkyard dog. Very few people ever heard me out of a So they're cutting, uh, they cut, they're cutting opposing <laughs> promos on each other, Here's but they're man. not in the same room at the same time, so we have to keep cutting back to Bill Watts and Bowie. <laughs> To be like, well, here's what Ted DiBiase had to say about what the junkyard dog just said. Well, here's what the junkyard dog had to say about what Ted DiBiase said about what the junkyard dog just said. But Ted DiBiase, just like he said, I listen at his promos. Oh, no. I don't feed his family. I have a family of my own to feed. Did he just say promos? He can't say that. It got me all confused because I was Ted DiBiase's best man in his wedding. It means a whole lot to me. But I'm going to tell you this. No, keep keep the microphone near your mouth, please. A chance at this North America belt. And one thing I notice that he's not wearing the jacket. I don't right. have to worry about my back. Because that would just look weird if they were all if all three of them were in the same jacket. A fair man. But he is wearing a nice size medium shirt. Medium. Bob Root, the former North American champion. Bob Root. Who possibly that recruits that? Was quote ripped off close quotes, but still. Stop using the word possibly. Bob Root made some comments quote ripped off close quotes and also issued a, issued a challenge. was was the phrase quote unquote not a thing in 1982 holy fuck that dude drunk excuse me who let the janitor get the microphone tell me but tell me right now that Bob Roop is not drunk off his ass Bob Roop is a mess he me. looks like yes, he beat me and he like an angry customer at a used car dealership. I am no longer the champion. <laughs> he looks well, like the angry manager at a used car dealership. Right kind of. He is wearing a different jacket though. I want a t- a match with but him. he's also wearing like a. Next week, uh, I guess you could call that a cowboy shirt. I can sit here and say. It's like embroidered though. Fairly assured. Dude, I don't know. He his looks hair like is a, must. He can't hold his head up straight. He he looks like an angry drunk. That has no idea. You told me. You told me that this Cadillac was gonna last me for 15 years. And I come in here and I drive it home, and it comes in two weeks later and the goddamn wheels fell off. Yep. Is there actual wrestling on this show? <laughs> Give it 20 minutes. It's only it's only a 40 minute show. And trust me, I don't want to watch any more than that. But oh, Boyd promised we'll be back with live action. We have not seen important message, which I'm sure is from fucking Geritol. Steve Doctor Death Williams versus Jeff Sword. <laughs> that is. That's fucking Sega's Sega Master System. This event is for one fall with a ten minute time limit. In the red corner. Thank you, Vincent Price. I was just gonna say that you fucking beat me to it. Jeff Sword. I'll take swords for two hundred. Oh god, with this fucking OU robe.
Dr. Death, Steve Williams. My boy. That's my boy, Dr. Death. Making his first appearance here on Mid-South Wrestling. The robe. Taking off the red jacket from the University of Oklahoma. Not only a tremendous, outstanding rising... That's something you call for a bell. But just a great... Like Frankenstein seeing fire. Also, the referee is Mr. Cotter. Oh, it is. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um... Wait, okay. Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Who's this other guy? Jeff? Sword. Sword. <laughs> my name is Sword. <laughs> I wear baby blue trunks. And I look like Zach Galifianakis. And I fall over for no goddamn reason. <laughs> he did. He just fell like a baseball slide, but there was no reason to do that. Like, he took a shoulder block, but <laughs> Dr. Death didn't actually throw a shoulder block. A lot of fine kids from Oklahoma there making great show. And Damon Johnson from Oklahoma City, Kringle Smith, Greg Davis from Bigsby, Carl Belford from Oklahoma. Bill Watts, stop talking. McCall Twins, McAfee. <laughs> Pat McAfee? Of course, we've got all the grandmas in the front row. Oh, my God. They're all, like, 150 years old. In Pueblo. <laughs> Well, I tell you, the ladies and I, we love to lunch, and then we come out to the professional wrestling shows. And it's just, it's just a wonderful day. It's me and Glory and Phyllis, and we just have such a, just a great time. I mean, I kind of wish that, like, I knew old people that did that, like... The man is Jeff Sword kind of look like Hangman Page. Kind of, but again, he wants to mix it up too well with him. He looks like, but again, again, this is two P. So <laughs> it looks like if Hangman Page and um, John John Silver morphed into one person. <laughs> They're rearranging chairs in the background so more people can sit. Oh, that's nice of them. Uh, no, but, like, up here in the Northeast, old women watching wrestling is not a thing. You'll never find an old woman that will not give you a dirty look if you were to, like, turn the TV on to wrestling. I mean, it might have been in 1982. You don't know. But I, I feel like down south, there were a lot of old women who watched wrestling. And, and thought it was cool. Like, I can't wait to watch wrestling later with Phyllis. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, the average age of everybody in the front row is 86. I think so. Picked him up, the Oklahoma Stampede. Right Uh-oh, there. Oklahoma Stampede. Did you see that count? That was an off. Mr. Carter over here did an off. What a match. Yeah, that match was also terrible. Like, it, no, wait a minute. Terrible is like um, something you... John Studd. Ooh, John and Studd. Super D. Super D? Versus Kirkland and Price. Kirkland and Price. So they're fighting, they're fighting a furniture catalog? <laughs> yeah, that was a law firm. Huh. Oh, Super Destroyer. Apparently we ran out of characters on the fucking uh, Chiron machine. Yes. Big John Studd and Super Destroyer. 
Parts unknown, Super Destroyer. Oh, you're looking up who Super Destroyer is, aren't you? Yep. And of course you are. Scott Irwin. David Price. Dude, do you, David Price, didn't he pitch for the Red Sox? Not <laughs> that David Price. Also, Ernie Kirkland looks like Ginger. Yeah. You don't think so? Look at the beard. Like, well, kind of looks like Otis. Sorry, Ginger. <laughs> looks like Otis and Ginger. <laughs> This is, of course, this is 1982, though, so instead of sticks and weights, it's cocaine and booze. Sure. Speaking of cocaine and booze, the guy in the Super Destroyer mask looks like Lawler. I know it's not, because you just gave me his name, but I'm just saying. Scott Irwin, also known as Thor the Viking and Yukon Eric. Oh, I heard of Yukon Eric. I don't know why, but he wrestled in the WWWF. Oh, that's probably why. In the 70s, in the late 70s. Yeah. I think he was one of Bruno's title defenses at one point. Thor the Viking. Dude, look, look at CWF. Big John Studd. That's $10,000. Right. Dude, I think Big John Studd's underrated. Pale, pale as a motherfucker right yes, here. very pale. Good God. But no, for real, I don't think people give Big John Studd credit. He was actually pretty good. Yeah. As a big man. Like a like a Stan Hansen, but without all the fucking tobacco spit. Yes, get body slammed and then tag in the smaller guy so that the body slams look even more impressive. The smaller guy, by the way, we should bring up, is probably the size of a cruiserweight going against somebody like John Stein. Again, again, this is 1982, so the, the, the smaller guy is the size of an average human. True. And the and Big John Stud is the size of Big John fucking Stud. That's a good point. Oh, no, they have the bullet. The, they the, have the bullet. The smaller guy looks much smaller than even the other guys. Not just Big John Stud, but he looks smaller than even his tag team partner. The problem is I can't. I can't. I don't because I don't know which one that is. I don't know if that's David Price or Ernie Kirkland. Based on where they put their names on the graphic, that would be David Price. Tulsa, Oklahoma would say. And now Big John Stud puts comes in to put on the coup de grace. He's going to hit him with the coup de gras? <laughs> Imagine Big John Studd just coming off the top rope with a double foot stop. It's like a full, it's like an inverted full Nelson. Well, it's kind of like how they set up for the Widow's Peak, except for like, it was like a Corey special. That's what it was. Ooh, no DQ match for the... Oh, yeah, DiBiase versus Junkyard Dog for the North American title. Uh, no, I think that was... You think that was Ernie Kirkland? Yeah. Oh, a title match for the North American Heavyweight Championship with no disqualification. Who doesn't have a cage match profile? <laughs> or remaining television time. In the blue corner... TV time remaining. Pounds, blue corner... We still got like 25 minutes on this show. Oh, the corner is actually blue. Wow. Yeah. And the ring posts are shaped like bullets again, so don't slip. Oof. Oh my God, you don't see that ever. Those those fucking um, 
long ass mic- corded microphone that yeah. goes over the top rope into the ring. No entrance music. Because it's 1982, so we just have to watch Junkyard Dog just walk in. Why wouldn't you just slide the microphone underneath the bottom rope? Because that makes it, it makes it a pain in the ass to get out. Right. If you do it between the ropes, when you go between the ropes, then you can just put it between the ropes when you leave between the ropes. I guess. Ted DiBiase won fall with no disqualification or TV time remaining. I worked a show once. Probably like the fourth or fifth show I ever did. Where there was... They started with a cordless mic and like... After the first match, the cordless mic stopped working. So I had to switch to a corded mic. The cord on the corded mic was like six feet long. So you just stood near the... I was standing next to the entrance, basically. I'm not going to do it at all, so... That sucks. <laughs> now, this referee has a long sleeve referee t-shirt. Which looks like pajamas. Kind of. <laughs> what a shoulder. To be fair, Junkyard Dog in 1982, in great shape. This isn't like 1991 Junkyard Dog in WCW, you know what I mean? The referees are so awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Junkyard Dog with an inside cradle. At every kick out, that referee feels the need to just roll. Okay, now I'm going to watch for it. Got to get away and stand up. Dude, the referee looks like he needs a break already. (laughs) He's very awkward. He went in, took over his matches. He helped him financially when Ted DiBiase was unable to make a living. When Junkyard Dog got... I'm going to run circles, yay! Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, by the way, the, the announce... The, <laughs> I'm assuming it's Cowboy Bill Watts. Big, big oh, go ahead, go ahead, tell the people. They're doing arm locks, like reversing hammer locks, just back and forth, and then they went for something, and Ted lost his grab on Junkyard, and instead of kind of trying to just move to something else, they just kind of stood there awkwardly for half a second, like, should I grab your head again? Do I just, I'm going to grab your head again, okay. Grab a hold, brother. No, the the irony is amazing. Cowboy Bill Watch just said that Junkyard Dog uh, gave DiBiase money when he couldn't afford his lunch or, or whatever he said. And I'm like, and this is the guy who would go on to become a million-dollar man. More awkward shit. Even with junkyard dog holding well, even then, the, the, the description no to this episode him, says Ted DiBiase puts gold over friendship. Oh, yeah. There it is. I was like, well, when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, he's a million dollars. Oh, wait, he's not. He right. Dog, 
and I'm coming here on TV next week, and I'm going to beat the junkyard. You see, they're friends. That's why they keep slapping hands. Yeah, see that. Friends. The ref's telling them to get it on. He's doing that. Oh, that just wait until we get back, and I can tell Gertie all about the match between Ted DiBiase and the junkhouse dog. Wow, those those um, old women are very, very proper. I mean, I thought they would be a lot more southern. I hope they kill each other. I don't know what you mean by that, but it doesn't sound good. Junkyard dog caught him. The old woman um, impression you're doing isn't southern enough. Make it more southern. Oh, you're making fun of me. Yes. Go fuck yourself. See if I give you a word as the next time you come over. Not enough. DiBiase had enough resilience to kick out. It's ironic. If I, make it, if I make it southern, I may say something I regret. Yeah, that's a good point. Whoa! <laughs> well, just kicked out and threw Ted DiBiase over the referee. He's like, that was like Brock Lesnar stuff. Who is now selling something that did not happen. It's supposed to be a leg grapevine. A random dude in a wheelchair. DiBiase kicked right over the top rope and down to the floor. Which in 1982 is a serious. Because there's no there's no pads out there. No, that's not just bare cement. With this garage floor. Yeah. At Irish McNeil's Boys Club. I'd be in Shreveport, so Louisiana, if I got tossed out on that. I don't agree with it. I think you ought to finish it. But he's showing he's got some heart here. He's helping a man. He ought to finish it. Oh, I guess because if there's a count, he wouldn't lose the count because he wouldn't. Wait a minute. Oh, What's he doing? Did, he, he cheat? did he load his fist? Is this a heel turn in progress? <gasps> oh, dear. Oh. Ethel, I, I, Ethel, I think he loaded his fist. Oh, my God. We just watched the heel turn. We just watched Ted DiBiase turn heel. And then just leave. Dude, that's kind of... That's not bad for 82. Look at the one, look at the old lady yelling at the referee. <laughs> he put something in his glove. I am telling you, Franklin. Okay, so here's the thing. You know, nowadays you do a heel turn, you gotta get a steel chair, you gotta beat the shit out of the guy for 25 minutes. Uh, you know, you gotta do all this fucking stuff. Michael Cole's got a point, all this stuff. <laughs> now, this is 82. Vic Joseph has to go, oh! Yeah, this is 82. Um, DiBiase behind the ref's back loads his fist with some type of foreign object knocks Junkyard Dog out and he's out and DiBiase wins the title and everybody in the crowd goes hey wait a minute and DiBiase good just sell, leaves good the sell by JYD oh beautiful sell that was a good wibble wobble right there I really like that heel turn it was very simple but very effective you know, I don't and it was really clear and crystal as day. Get your adjectives back with there? What? Did you get your adjectives back with there? Possibly. And when Bill Watts says he's one of those people, you know what he means. You know what's nice? They didn't show the weapon. We didn't see brass knocks. Yeah, but you know what, though? Look how 
That's an art, dude. That's an art that they can get you to believe that they hit you with something that's not there. And we'll talk with Vince McMahon Jr. from Madison Square Garden. Oh, God. talking about to Andre after he got his cast off. Let's join that. Ladies and gentlemen, there used to be a 10-pound cast on this size. For all you foot fetishists at home. Right. But there is no cast now. Thank look you at for that, showing look at that no janky fucking toenail. Yeah, thank you for showing me Andre the Giant's foot. disgusting foot. And the other one. Athlete, the most Thought he was naked for a second. Thought he was naked. Let me get this straight. Are you not ready for Killer Khan? I'm more than ready if it's so good. Sorry. Time out. Vince McMahon Jr. is interviewing Andre the Giant on Mid-South Wrestling. And Andre is wearing these tiny little red trunks. <laughs> what is going on here? This is this is long uh, this is long frizzy hair, Andre too. I think you look better than ever. Dude, I didn't expect to turn this. Also, I didn't expect to turn on Mid South and see Vince fucking McMahon. <laughs> yeah, right. I let brother get no brother's But they did say let's go to Madison Square Garden with Vince McMahon. So it's not like he's in. Never mind. Apparently he's in Louisiana. <laughs> no, I think this is still. The most phenomenal athlete of all time. Here with us, the one and the only Andre the Giant. So wait. So here's here's what, here's what I'm going to ask you. If this was filmed in New York, which, okay, maybe it was, although those seem to be the same old people. Yeah, dude, those are the same old people. It's a different ring. Oh, it's a different ring. Very good. In fact, I got good news for you. We can stand some good news. What is it? Tomorrow I'm going back in the hospital to take off my cast. That is really good news. Oh, that that's... Okay, this is also a replay, because we already right. saw the cast off. Okay. They did that in non-chronological order, and it made no sense. Four or five more weeks, I'll be back in the ring. Maybe before that. The doctor says that everything is okay. It'd be perfect. Maybe in two weeks. So as soon as the cast comes off, then uh, you're going to be thinking about stepping back in the squared circle. Let me ask you, Andre, do you feel... Your doctors and what have you feel that it's wise to go back into the See, those aren't bullet, those aren't bullet shaped ring posts. We're going to find it tomorrow after they take out the cars, they go take some more X ray, and then I'm going to be ready, I think, maybe two or three weeks. Can we get subtitles? Can anybody? <laughs> no, they said they, they gave up. Okay. Sorry. Frustrating for you to be in the hospital and to listen to Fred Lassie. Imagine trying to subtitle an Andre promo. It'd be like, am I drunk? Classy Freddie Blassie, wearing a yellow shirt, orange pants, and gold shoes. But also, Vince McMahon and Freddie Blassie are screaming at each other. This is so weird. Somebody just hit Blassie with a piece of trash. Oh, and Andre just... Andre backhanded him with a cane and back, fell over. Backhanded Freddie Blassie. With with one of the crutches, and there's Killer Khan. <laughs> Killer Khan just took out Andre the Giant. Killer Khan hits Andre in the back with a crutch and almost nails Vince in the head. Yes, he with did. The, with the end of it. Yes, he did. Get off, get off me. Meanwhile, Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson and, and his golden Vince locks. 
are trying to help wearing Andre the, back up. wearing the same suit jacket. But not the same pants. Um, Andre, by the way, is kind of dressed like he did on that episode of Don't Piper's stand Pit. on the cast. Come on. Do you remember Piper's Pit when he came when he grabbed Hogan? It was like I'll see you at the WrestleMania. And he breaks the chain. Yeah, isn't he wearing like the same <gasps> getup? Like the plot. Sh- oh God, no, nope, we're back. That, we're back. Had to remind us. We're back with Sad Andre and his little red trunks. Sad Andre and his little red trunks. Here's your episode title. You're welcome. Fat man and some little trunk. I don't like this. I don't like that he's not wearing boots. Or a singlet. You could fit two Vince McMahon heads in and under the giant head. Yeah. You better be ready because you never see a giant man before. And I'm going to tell you, you call yourself a giant mongol. You're not a giant at all. You're six, only six foot six. <gasps> I'm seven foot four, and I'm more than ready because I'm still undefeated. <laughs> Just cut him off. Cut him off. <laughs> they fucking cut him off. You're not a giant. <laughs> I was a giant. You six foot <laughs> six. You pussy. Granted, six foot six is a fucking huge goddamn man. You're formidable when you're happy. And I get it, it not in comparison to Andre, but Jesus Christ. No, it's not. Why are you lying to the people, Bill Watts? (laughs) (laughs) Bill Watts, Bill Watts like almost threw the commercial and then went, oh no shit, there's a match. General I think he sees a fly. General Skandar Agbar presents Killer Khan. Didn't we watch something else with Killer Khan? <laughs> it's fucking Harry Shearer, so. Oh, dude. I kind of thought. That's, that's the guy from Perfect Strangers who's not Balky. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> it does kind of look like Larry. That's a different guy. The guy from Perfect Strangers that's not Balky. Yes, but Cousin Larry is a different guy. So, I don't know why. I thought we were getting Killer Khan versus Andre right now. Don't be silly. Instead, we're getting Killer Khan. The main event is Killer Khan versus Joey Stark or whatever the fuck his name is. Versus an English teacher. Somehow I doubt this. I doubt this match is going to last ten minutes. Versus fucking Richard Simmons. Don't get me started on Buck Robley. Fuck Buck Robley. They're in, they're in Louisiana. He just had to drive over from his mama's place. Stop saying Buck Robley. <laughs> Also entered that one night tournament in Baton Rouge on the sixth for the Louisiana title. Junkyard dog, when you really have time to start adding. And Buck Rowley can be the Louisiana champion because he's not legally allowed to leave the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out if Killer Khan is scary. 
like if I was a kid in '82, which I I was, but I was a, I just born. Um, I was uh, I was not alive when the show came out. Oh, I wasn't about, alive. Was about two weeks. I was not born until December, but. Um, but if I was like an eight-year-old kid, would this guy be scary or would he just be weird looking? I would think so. Because he's definitely weird looking. Because he's huge. True. Get our cops also weird looking. <laughs> well, Gladys, I think he, I think that young man is dead. Can you tell that? Oh fuck! No! God damn it! Buck Robley versus Billy Starr. Billy Starr. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, Wait, I wasn't there a guy this. in the New England scene the named Billy Starr? No. Something Star. Julian Starr. Julian Starr. My bad. I don't know why I thought it was Billy Starr. Because you're dumb. Fuck you. Nobody called the Yellow. Buckley Christopher George Robley the third. Really? You had to give him four names? <laughs> Buckley Christopher Joseph Robley III. Charles Emerson Winchester III. Mind you, for anybody who's not watching this, Buck Robley looks like a hobo. <laughs> the screen just said Buck Robley. There's no other way to describe Buck Robley than... 60-year-old hobo. Tell me Buck I'm Robley, wrong. Buck, Buck Robley looks like that uh, that 45-year-old high school janitor that all the kid that 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 just stands in the corner of the cafeteria and all the kids at lunch are like, Mr. Robley look like a fucking weirdo to you. Do you think? Do you, what do you think he does in his janitor closet? You don't think he's got kids in there, do you? Because I haven't seen Eddie since last week. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Buck Robley was just face fucking this guy. The hell's he got in that bottle he sprays the window with? Because they're streaky as ever. I don't think he cleans anything. Look, 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 look how he's covering them. You see that? Fucking nuts across his face. <laughs> Telling you, Buck Robley, you were correct. I was watching. I was watching. Um, yeah, another uh, the Game Marks podcast on Twitch the other day. They were, they were playing No Mercy, and uh, kept doing that 69 pin. <laughs> that was only ever in No Mercy. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Was a dog's partner in one of the most fabulous eras of Mid-South against the fabulous Freebirds. Big body slam. Big body slam. He even twirled him a little bit, and then he just fell on his throat. Straight dropped the knee on his face. Fuck your jaw specifically. I don't know if that's a... This Buck, Buck Robley is wearing an elbow pad, but it's not on his elbow, and it's the entire length of his forearm. Yeah. So it might be a carpal tunnel brace. I'm not sure. 
Next you're gonna tell me he's wearing a back brace. He's got like fucking. He could be. We don't know what's under that tucked in yellow t shirt. Yes, we do. A disgusting fucking vile gut. Took four referees, Grizzly Smith, the ice to bring him around. It's just hanging. He's got the hanging over your belt gut. I'll add a Dunlap. <laughs> or a, a, a Dulap, depending on what, what section of the country you're from. Buck Robley missed his leg. Do you think Buck Robley drew money? Another fucking leg rope break. For real, you think Buck Robley drew money? I guarantee you he did not. <laughs> like, like somebody's like, I can't wait to see fucking Buck Robley get beat up. No, I can't. Many holes? Most of them on his own Italian. Oh, many holes. I thought he said a master of mini holes. Buck Robley would later go on to kill 16 people. He just killed the jobber. Don't wink at the referee. What is wrong with you? He did that. One man gang and grappler. Tom Jones. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. I don't think it's that Tom Jones. Although. It's tag team action now for one fall. Is it? Still of a giant cock. In the red corner. That dude in the red tank top is freaking me out, dude. Yep. Oh, good God. So it's not that one, man, gang. What the fuck? I thought we were getting... Oh, it is that one, man, gang. So apparently the, the one in the white mask is the grappler, and the one in the yellow mask is a manager? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a headdress, almost. That might be scant. That is. That's. Oh, that's no. Scandor Akbar. But there's Skandor two dudes in masks now. I see the guy in the yellow mask now. Yes, the one that's talking. Yes, Invader Four or whatever the fuck he is. Mr. Wrestling Six and a Half. We're gonna have ourselves a six man. Somewhere there's a fan that is just blowing Skandar Akbar's headpiece around gloriously. Yeah. Um, it is amazing that this luchador has such a deep southern draw. Who is that science teacher that Ernie Ladd is talking to? I want to know who's under the yellow mask. Because, again, nothing says luchador like big southern draw. The assassin, the grappler, and the one-man gang. So which one's which? Also known as, I don't know, but also. Assassin is also known as Bolo, El Fuego, Flame, Jody Hamilton, and Ricky Monroe. Yeah. And the grappler... Uh, Challenger, Dirty White Boy number two, and Len Denton. Okay. Dude, do you realize the guy in the outfit that looks like overalls? That's is, one man guy. Yeah, he, that's, so that is the same one man game. That is one man game. Yeah, but he, he wasn't on screen when the thing came up. It was just assassin and grappler. Yes, that's true. And he does oh, look, not... it's Buck fucking Robley. Uh. 
That's the guy they got. All six of them in the ring. I don't know if they're going to finish it one-on-one. It looks like it's just going to be a round of the So, the thing about one-man one gang, though, is he doesn't look like what we saw off here him on in WWF. Yeah, because he's got long hair. Because he looks like fucking, uh, uh, oh, fuck. Tugboat? <laughs> no. Kind of looks like Tugboat. <laughs> lumber, Lumber, Jake. Lumber, Lumber Josh. In WCW. He does, no, he does not. He does not look like Big Josh. Kind of does, though. He's huge. He's fat, he's huge. He's got skinny legs. With the long hair and the beard. So that was fucking pointless. No, they did a fucking match. We just brawled for brawled for a minute and a half. I was like, oh, I guess we gotta go. Sorry. What the fuck? Don't you dare push that button again. I thought you were going to say, don't you dare shut it off with 30 seconds left. I thought you were going to force me to watch this stupid graphic uh, close. No, I'm not not watching the fucking... I'm not doing another 20 seconds It's South by Sexual Wrestling. Awful. (laughs) Holy shit. I got nothing to say about it. <laughs> it was. You're the one. You pushed the button, man. That yeah, that was. That we was had Ted DiBiase's. We had Ted DiBiase's heel turn, and a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. No, I actually liked the heel turn. That was done mm-hmm. nice. Everything else. The whole I, thing sucked. Oh man. I don't think any match was more than like two minutes, other than DBS and Junkyard Dog, and even that got a you know. Yeah, none of the ones on a cage match doesn't have time for anything. They're bad, man. They're just a whole lot of nothing. It's '82, so I get that, but I feel like in the '70s at least we got like. Oh, we got Vince McMahon. Oh yeah, we got Vince McMahon. And Andre's gross scarred up toe fungus foot. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a thing. In his tiny little I, red underwear. I'm not, I'm not to yuck anyone's yum. Oh. But I don't understand foot fetishes. So okay. Makes no sense. It's, it's, feet are fucking gross. Not where I thought you were going with that. But uh, sure. I hear you. Um. <laughs> Can you say that less convincingly? Yeah. No, because I just thought you were going to be like, Andre the Giant is fucking gross. <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, he really fucking is. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So thanks for pushing the button again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, so I guess that wraps up episode 16. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed our torture. Uh, it was yeah. it was a thing, and we suffered through it. We did. We suffer. We suffer for our art. That is what we do. Perhaps someday, the randomizer will give us something good again. But given the amount of stuff that's on the WWE network, I'm guessing the ratio of good to not good is very low. 
I disagree with that. There were over 1,000 episodes of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> There's only like six fucking Mid-South Wrestling episodes. But is every episode of Monday Night Raw good? At least it's something. <laughs> Undertaker versus Damian Dementa. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, that wraps us up for now. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, give or take, um, when we watch something completely different. But uh, Well, not completely different. It'll still be wrestling. But, um, yeah. See you on Thursday for the AEW Rundown. Uh, and until next time, join Sal and I when we go. Back in time. <laughs>like when you die in a, in a Nintendo game. <laughs> you have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.